You're listening to NBS Cast with your host, Rachel Evans. Welcome back to NBS Cast. I'm your host, Rachel. And I'm your co host, Tommy. And today we get to come at you with another host only show. Uh, we have a great topic that we're going to discuss here, and we'd love to hear your feedback on this as well. So you can always post in the general channel of the All NBS team site once you hear what we're going to be talking about today, about your opinions on this. But Tommy, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about productivity tools and tips. Oh my gosh, one of my favorite topics. Okay, <laughs> I'm ready. Let's do this. All right. First question for you, Rachel. What is the best program for taking notes? So as far as programs go, I do a couple of different things. If it's electronic, I'm going to use OneNote for it, especially if it's work-related. It's really easy to organize all your notes into different notebooks and different sections. So I am 100% a OneNote girl. If it's something personal or if it's something I need to really chew on and work through, then I'm going to use a manual written system. So either a notebook and a pen or my most recent thing that I've picked up is I use an app on my iPad along with my Apple Pencil to write down notes and organize and store them that way. And mainly that's because I like to write things down. I'm a big pencil, pen, paper girl. So uh, it just has to travel from my brain down through my hand to help it stick the best for me. So those are my two favorite programs for note-taking and maintaining those notes. What about you, Tommy? I'll be honest, you uh, took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> Almost to a T. Um, I do use OneNote, um, mm -hmm. particularly for more ex extensive note-taking, um, mm -hmm. especially for like school. So like when I'm mm -hmm. listening to presentations, I'll take notes off that. Same with when I'm in a meeting, but I love taking notes on my iPad, uh, Apple Pencil, and then I have a screen protector that feels like paper, so mm. it feels like I'm writing on paper, which I really love, um, but same with me. When I write it down, I'll remember it. If I type it, it's a little shaky, mm -hmm. um, so the more important things, I tend to write down just because I know I'll remember it. Yep, I'm with you, and tell me more about that screen protector that feels like pa paper, because I don't have one of those, but I might have to pick one up. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. I think it was relatively cheap on Amazon. Mm. Um, it's worn down a little bit. I've had it for like a year now. Uh, it's mm -hmm. worn down a little bit, but it just has, it's grainy a little bit. Um, Interesting. So it's like when you, like you're, you know, like you run your hand across paper, uh -huh. kind of like you kind of feel, it feels like that. Okay. So it's not so much like you're writing on paper, but your hand feels like it's on paper, which I like. All right. That's going in my Amazon cart. ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rachel. Second question I got. What's your favorite way to do time management? So one thing that I do, and I learned this from a former coworker of mine. So Raquel Roberts, former host of the show, shout out to you. But time blocking really helps. Um, a lot of my time blocking does tend to be in meeting form. But if I know I have a big project coming up that's going to take a lot of time, I will look at my calendar and I will block off times that are free to work on that project specifically so my calendar can't get just completely overrun with other meetings. I know I have that dedicated time to make sure I can work on that project. So I love calendar blocking for that purpose. And another thing that I like to do, this is 
kind of a time management thing, but also maybe a task management thing. My calendar in Outlook, I also use, I put reminders for myself in at the very top of the day. So I mark them as an all-day event, even if they're not truly an all-day event. And it's just a quick little uh, check this report or write this article for TGIF. I put those on the days that I need to get them done. And I know this is what I need to spend some time doing that day. So my Outlook calendar is really big for me on that front. And then for other things, I mean, mainly just written notes. Again, uh, calendars that are physical. I have a dry erase calendar that is on my wall in my kitchen, and that helps me keep track of a lot of my personal things that I need to remember and make sure to be out on time, like doctor's appointments or other you know, time obligations that I have in my afternoon slash evening or weekends. So using that calendar and writing things down in there or keeping some kind of system in play for those really helps me manage my time really well. What about you? Do you have a software or program that you use for time management, Tommy? I also do time blocking. I mm. believe it was you who taught me how to do that. <laughs> um, so I do do that. And I kind of test so it does work. Mm-hmm. I also this year have been using Microsoft to do, mm-hmm. which is still, I'm still relatively new to. I still don't probably know all the features that it has, but from what I, from when I've used it, I love it. Um, I put it on my hotbar because personally for me, I hate it when app icons have like notification numbers on them. You know, mm-hmm. like when you're on your phone, you have a message, it will pop up that little red one. Yep. I don't like having stuff like that. It's just, I don't, I don't know why. But Microsoft To-Do, when you assign stuff to your day, a little bubble, it pops up. Um, mm-hmm. So like right now on my personal computer, I think it says 14 because that's what I have to do tonight for homework. Mm-hmm. And so that mm-hmm. kind of forces me to do it because I don't want that number on there. Um, mm-hmm. So a little way to trick myself. But also Microsoft To-Do, I think it's just a great program all around. Um, you can set different. I, I like it for more task management, but also it helps me get those tasks done in a reasonable amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll usually start the week, fill in all my tasks and then take those tasks and assign them to a day and then mm-hmm. reflect that into my outlet calendar. Oh, what a great system you've got there. <laughs> all right, Rachel. Next question I got is what is one productivity tool you want to learn more about? Mm, this is such a good question. Cause I feel like there's so many different tools out there right. at our disposal. Um, I think from a project management standpoint, I know enough to be dangerous about the Microsoft Planner tool, which we all have access to as associates that work at Nelnet. And I've played with it. I've written documentation about it. But I wouldn't say I know enough to really fully understand how it could help me with my projects. And it's more of a personal application piece that I'm missing. I know how to do it. I know how to create cards. I know how to move them around. But I'm missing the step where I get the best organization from it and I can see the things that need to be done. Because it's one thing to just dump a bunch of cards out in Planner and be able to run with that and go. But if I had a better just thought process around creating my different buckets and putting my cards in there, I might go back to using that. Because I used to use it all the time and then I just felt like this is too overwhelming. But if there's a better way that I can do it, maybe I would go back to it. Um, I know other things like Trello is another, it's basically just like 
Microsoft Planner. It's just a different company that puts it out there. And so Trello might be great for personal projects that you're working on. And I have played with Trello a little bit as well. Um, But it's nice because you can share different tasks and projects with like family. If you're working on, I don't know, a home improvement project or something with a spouse or with another family member, and they need to be able to see who's supposed to do what, that might be a nice way to help manage that project. So again, I know enough about them to be dangerous. I just don't know enough about them to be effective. What about you, Tommy? What's a productivity tool you want to learn more about? I want to do a deep dive into Outlook. I Mm. I know like the general basis of it. I know how to set everything up so I can be successful, but I think there's stuff I'm missing. I know there's stuff I'm I feel that way about a lot of Microsoft tools as well. Like, again, Outlook, I know enough to be dangerous, but do I know enough to fully understand all of the things that I could have it do for me? Huh. Excel, same thing. Know enough to be dangerous, but I need to Google a lot of things that I do with Excel, which doesn't take too much extra time. But if I just knew how to do them, then I would save myself that in the next run. So, Rachel, what other resources do you use to stay productive? Well... I'm a self-confessed productivity junkie. So I read a lot of books about productivity and time management. I also watch a lot of videos. Uh, Again, shout out to my co-host Raquel, who helped with the show before you did, Tommy. She turned me on to Amy Landino, who has a YouTube channel. And she has so much more than that. But she puts out great videos on time management. That's where we learned the calendar blocking process from. There's so many videos about it out there. It's not a concept that's unique to her. But we first heard about time blocking and calendar blocking from Amy Landino. And so she has a whole host and library of uh, videos on productivity and time management out there that... I have watched most of. Um, There's some other books too that I've really enjoyed. So I'll just share a couple of ones that I found super helpful. Um, The Productivity Project by Chris Bailey is a great book because he basically did a series of 12 productivity style experiments on himself. He took a whole year and looked at 12 different methods of being productive and split it up into the different months and practiced them for the entire month. So he would take one in January, do it, and then reflect. Did this work for me? Is there a piece in here that I like? Is there anything in here that didn't work for me? And is there something I'm going to carry forward? And so he did that 12 times. (laughs) Um, And he learned a lot along the way. He found some things that absolutely did not work at all for him. He found things that helped partially, like he took a few pieces of those and then left the rest. And then there were a couple, and I wish I could remember the exact ones, but I'm pretty sure there were a couple that he was like, yes, all in, I can do this long-term. And so uh, he is a great resource on all things productivity. He's got his own website too. Um, Another one that I'm excited to read, I have this one on my desk right now, I just bought it, is Project Management for the Unofficial Project Manager, because Uh, There's a lot of techniques and uh, different ways that project managers run projects uh, because they have that title and they are very much in charge of running different projects. We have several of them here at NBS, Uh, but I'm not a project manager, but I still have a lot of project-based work to do. So I'm really looking forward to reading this book and seeing what additional things I can glean from it to help me manage my projects more effectively. Uh, And then the last one that I'll share 
and people who know me probably know this, but if you don't know me, I love bullet journaling. And I've done this for several years now. It, it has been an, definitely an iterative process for me, but I like writing things down. And so all of my to-do lists are handwritten. Granted, now they are on my iPad, but I like to write things down because, again, it helps it stick more with me. And I have a quick visual reference of all the things I get done. So I have a certain setup that I have done for many, many months now uh, that works for me well in organizing all of my different things that I need to get done throughout the course of any given week. So uh, I have given a little thought to changing that up a bit just because I found maybe a gap or two that isn't covered well in my current system. So I might give that a try. Today is March 1st when we're recording this. Mm. And one thing I want to try is just adding an overall things that I need to get done this month list and then break it down a little further into the separate weeks. Uh, Because I feel like there are a few things that fall off my radar that I need to do on a monthly basis. They just don't get written down in the right way because they don't go in the first week of the month necessarily, which is where I usually start my to-do list. What about you, Tommy? What are resources you like to take advantage of? Uh, I also love blogs and books as well. A favorite book of mine is The Checklist Manifesto. It was part of the Career Passport book list last year. I I absolutely loved it. Um, At first, I just thought it would be kind of just about like writing checklists and how to do it more efficiently or per- productively. Um, that's not what it was about. It was more about how the ability to do checklists has a lot more applications than just simple tasks. It kind of explains how you solve problems and how you think and how you would manage certain projects and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was very compelling and very, very interesting to think about um, and how I definitely learned stuff that I apply now to projects. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also I love whiteboards. I have a whiteboard in my room. Uh, I have two of them, actually, one in my kitchen and then one near my desk, uh, just with one dry erase marker and a dry erase eraser. And they're just I use it for quick little things I need to jolt down. Or if I'm busy and I'm doing something on the move, I can quick write it down and then it's somewhere I can see and I'll see all the time. Um, Mm. I have to have to look at the whiteboard, open up the freezer. So if I need Mm -hmm. to eat, I'm going to get reminded about what I need to do. (laughs) I love that. I don't, I have one whiteboard. It's my dry erase calendar that's in my kitchen, Mm -hmm. but maybe I should get a couple more and hang them up around my house. Yeah. Next question I got for you, Rachel, is do you have any productivity tips for outside of work? I think, so yes, I do. Um, I think one big thing is communicate because, I mean, at work, that's one of your main focuses, right? Like you have things that you need to do just on your own. I'm sure most people here have things that they collaborate with on, you know, other people, different projects or pieces of work. We do the same thing in our personal lives though. And there are so many different moving parts when it comes to outside of work. And maybe that's coordinating childcare with somebody, or maybe it's figuring out work schedules of a spouse or a loved one or even your friends if you're trying to figure out a time that works for you to just get together and have some fun. Communication is super, super important. And then what I try to do is think through, like if somebody says, oh, I want to do this fun thing with you maybe sometime next week. Okay, that sounds great. But let me think through what I have planned already. (laughs) before I say yes. 
and, or at least tell you a day that would work because we've all been in that situation where someone says, let's go get pizza next Friday. And you're like, yes, that's awesome. And then a couple hours later after your conversation, you remember, oh no, I have plans with this other friend next Friday. So I can't make it. Uh, that's never a fun place to be in because you feel bad if you have to go back to that person and say, oh, you know, I really do want to get pizza with you. I just can't when we said we would totally forgot about the thing. So I try to pause and think through what do I have planned for this week? Does this proposal fit in with what I uh, with my open parts of my calendar? And if not, how can I fit it in somewhere else? So communication is really, really important. And we had a coffee talk this past week on productivity tools and organization. And one thing that one of the participants mentioned was they don't tend to separate their work and their personal items. They have everything all on the same list. And I also fall into that category. And it's mainly because I don't want to have to look at multiple lists to know what I need to get done, whether it's in my personal life or my professional life. I want one spot because I'll forget to look at a second list, whether that's professional or personal. So I do tend to combine those things. And I try to keep the calendar separate, mainly because it'll just get too overwhelming if I have both of those things crash together. But if it's on a list, I'm not going to necessarily differentiate between personal and professional on that particular list. I might designate it in a different color because I like to color coordinate. <laughs> Uh, and so I can see at a glance what's personal and what's professional, but it's okay if it all goes on the same list, in my opinion. What about you, Tommy? Uh, for me, it's personal check-ins. Mm -hmm. um, I know that in work, when you're working on a project over you know the course of a couple a, a week or a couple weeks, you'll have check-ins with your team or whoever you report to, or anything like that. Uh, but with your personal stuff, there's no one checking in to make sure that you know everything is going smoothly and you have all your personal stuff figured out. So for me, um, I my mind just never stops racing. It's constantly going, so it's really hard mm -hmm. for me to like hone it in and focus on certain things. Mm -hmm. So every Wednesday and Sunday, I'll just do like a personal check-in with me, just with myself. I'll look at the list of stuff that I was supposed to get done, reorganize it, figure out what still needs to get done, and kind of just readjust kind of at that half mark every week. Um, so Sundays get me ready for the week and then Wednesdays get me ready for the weekend. That's an excellent thing to do. And that's part of, so there's a book called Getting Things Done. It's by David Allen and mm. there's a whole methodology behind it. Uh, I know that some of our Salesforce admins have used this method to make sure they're maintaining their projects well, but that's one of his things that he has you do in his system to make sure you're on top of everything is do a weekly review, sit down, doesn't matter when it could be midweek. It could be at the end of the week. It could be at the beginning of the week, but sit down and look at all the things that you need to get done. And then it'll help you not only just get a comprehensive idea of what those things are and is it going to take a lot of time to do this or not a lot of time, but also prioritize them. So you can sit down and think about what are the most important things that I need to get done this week, whether it's personal or professional. And right. the weekly review process really does help with that. So I love that tip. So Rachel, I got one more question for you. So it's a little mm -hmm. bit more fun. <laughs> you can only use three Microsoft business tools for the rest of your career. Oh, man. Which three would you pick? And I'm going to okay. exclude Teams because I feel oh. like that, like, you know, just you have to, everyone has to use Teams. So, okay. Okay. That. Well, definitely OneNote is going to be on there because I'm an avid user. 
I think uh, Outlook also has to be on that list because it's one of my primary methods of communicating with people. Um, so those are, are definitely number one and number two on my list. And for a third, that's a tough one because I've used a lot of Microsoft tools. I have, you know, I've enjoyed Planner in the past. I've enjoyed to do in the past. But if I had to prioritize one of those, I would probably go with to do because you can do a lot of what you do in Planner in to do, but it's a bit of a cleaner layout and you can still, yeah, you can still share things between people. Like you can share a list and assign tasks like you can do in Planner, but you just don't have the bucket feature or the, it. there's extensive things that you can do in Planner on your different tasks, uh, your different task cards. Um, so you, you have a bit of a slimmed down version of what you can do in to do, but I think I'd prioritize that over the planner feature. Although power automate also does some really cool things and I'm just starting to learn about that. So I don't know that one, the more I learn about that, the more I might have to up that one on my list. What about you, Tommy? What's your top three? I'm going to go one note mm -hmm. to do, mm. and then I have to put PowerPoint in there. Oh, PowerPoint. Yeah. I think PowerPoint is after like actually like using it and getting to know the features of it and taking a class to the University of Nebraska about it. Um, I cannot go back to uh, Google presentations or Google slides, oh, which would be the alternative. And as I think PowerPoint is significantly better. It looks better. It look, I think it's more professional in my opinion. It, I, I just, I can't go back. I, I use PowerPoint for everything. It's wow. funny because all my peers use Google, so they hate it when I want to put our projects into PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah, I do like PowerPoint. I have a love-hate relationship with PowerPoint only because I I like to try to find creative ways to present and doing a PowerPoint doesn't feel very creative, but there are so many different things you can do to customize a PowerPoint presentation. You can make it feel like it's not a PowerPoint. So PowerPoint's I need to just rearrange my thinking on that. They don't have to be boring. They can actually be pretty slick. So, well, this has been a super fun conversation about just different productivity tools and tips that uh, we both have. And we'd love to hear your thoughts on this too. So go out there on the LNBS team, hop in the general channel. Let us know what you think about productivity tools. What are some of your favorites? What are some of the things that you couldn't live without from a productivity perspective? What tips have worked for you to uh, make sure that you get your stuff done and done on time? Uh, but Tommy, great questions. Thanks so much for coming up with them. And of course, thank you all for listening. And we will definitely catch you in the next episode. <laughs>